Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Friends. <laughs> How many of us have them? Let's be friends. <laughs> Ones we can depend on. So as a brain injury survivor, I actually would like a normie to say, lean on me. When you're not strong, I'll be your friend. We're talking about the best ways to support brain injury survivors through their recovery. Boom, intro done. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Lauren. And we are the, the Neuro Nerds. Yes, that was on I feel pretty good. About, I feel pretty good about that. Neuro Nerds. Welcome to the Neuro Nerds. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, <laughs> this is like a running theme now. Every time I have. To my left over here, my significantly better half, Felice Lazay, sitting in. You just make it more and more awkward. I'm sitting in so often, Lauren. I'm taking your seat. You better come for your seat, girl. Yeah. Your seat. <laughs> and somehow you're somehow you're getting weirder and weirder than Lauren is. And Lauren's weird. I think it's just something about dealing talking. with me. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah, I think <laughs> it's dealing with me. I bring out the weird in everybody. So what are we talking about today, Miss Felice Lazay? Hey, that rhymed. Joe Ooh. Borges, poet, absolutely knew it. No, it would have been the rhyme. <laughs> I know, That's but okay. it just it grammatically didn't make any sense. Today, we are just going to have a little chat, quick little chat about how to support brain injury survivors through recovery as a non-brain injury survivor. Or? As a normie, as Joe likes to call us. <laughs> well, that's what you are. You are a normie. You're not one of the cool kids like I with this uh, brain injury. So, as a normie... How would you support a brain injury survivor? Actually, you know what? Let me ask you. Since I'm in interview mode. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so early on in recovery, I'm sure in my recovery, oh, it's weird. I was just like talking to you like you were just like some regular ass person. So early on in my recovery, you went about things a certain way because you thought that certain things were best for me, which of course, right? Over the course of that time, what's changed for you? What have you noticed and what have you done differently from, from jump? 
Like that, you probably would go back and be like, I probably should have done that a little bit differently. This is a very complex question. Yes, it is. I think that we have a very complex dynamic. I know. I'm like, wow, that's a. I think I feel like we have to go back to the beginning to unpack that to the end. Let's so, go back, back to the gap. I think that in the beginning, well, see, it changes. Yeah, you're right. It changes over time because yeah. in the beginning, it's like you were in the beginning of your recovery. <gasps> you needed a lot more help. And so I was very scared after the whole ordeal. So yeah. was being the, very delicate with you. Yeah, the, the incidents at yeah. the hospital was a lot. Yeah, I have a very unique, you know, intro to my recovery because of the incident that happened in the hospital. Yeah, well, yeah, that. But just that's not it. That's not the only thing. I mm-hmm. just mean like delicate in terms of like you were weaker. You were physically weaker. You yeah. were trying to recover. Emotionally you fragile. Were mentally weaker, not just from the incident that happened at the hospital, but also um, there, there was a little bit of um, PTSD that you were dealing that That's not, not all brain injury survivors. A lot of brain injury survivors deal with it, but, oh, yeah. but you had an incident, which we won't get into deeply. In yeah. This you you guys know damn hospital. Well, yeah, there's episodes you can go back to <laughs> hear that in detail. But aside from that, you mentally were still like weaker. You were still getting all your cognitive functions yeah. back. So I think in the beginning, you know, I was just being very delicate with you. So I would say to somebody in the beginning stages mm-hmm. of their loved one or friend or just anybody that they know who has a brain injury of any sort to be really patient and compassionate and not to rush through that stage of recovery. Because... Do you feel that you rush early on with me? Oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. Not to be like tooting my own horn. Oh, no. <laughs> beep, beep. Um, I think that, I think that for me, and I think this probably happens, it, it, see, it's different for everybody, but for me, you started when you started to get better it was difficult for me to switch into oh he doesn't need my help as right. much so i think that that is a challenging thing for people that family members loved ones that are really protective of their loved one who has a brain injury of any sort and especially when it's like i think something where they had a brain injury and they were in the hospital for a long time like with a stroke yeah. for you yeah, but I think there's probably also people on the other side of the spectrum who don't take it seriously enough yeah, right after. Yeah, And then they're like, just get better. I, I'm I'm glad that you weren't one of those people because you saw. Because, again, I, I look. So I'm doing the quote fingers again. I look so normal. You look good. Just because you look good does not mean you're not, like, dealing with, like, internal chaos, which is what I was. You saw all of that. You know, you saw past the. Well, actually, you know what? It's really interesting. It brought me back to, like, early, early on when I felt, like, super lonely when I was starting to get, like, my, you know, my, my uh, um, everything back. Where I was just like, man, no, no, nobody's here. I'm so lonely because my friends saw me. Oh, Joe's making dick jokes again. <laughs> he's back. And you had to like explain, no, he's he's not. He's not back at all. Like you notice things that like other people didn't. That that, but also the thing with your friends was like they were all there when you were in the hospital. Like mm-hmm. you don't remember at all. But I everybody have zero was memory there, of that. Like, every single day. And so when we got back, I think a lot of them were giving you space to recover. It was a big, yeah, it was a big, it was a big, it was a big transition. They wanted to give you space and time to get better. Yeah, it's wild. I guess as a, the other side of that, the brain injured, I didn't need that space. You know, I think I needed the support and I don't have any memory of the hospital and people like coming to visit me, which really hurts my heart. But they were there and it's, I know it's tough to not remember but I think that's where it's kind of like the disconnect of like you 
didn't know that everybody was there. No, I and we I, had a conversation about it later when you came. We did. Like, I, I you was were like, "Why? What's going on?" And I'm like, "Everybody was there," you know. Yeah. I was heartbroken yeah. because after the hospital, it's after a stroke, new brain, new body, new everything. And I was figuring it out and it was, it was lonely enough. And I'm like, God, I don't have anybody around. Does anybody even care? You had to like break it down. You're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> people were there all the time. Yeah. So many people at like hours that they weren't even supposed to be there, which I was just like, that made me feel better. But it also made me feel worse too, because I'm like, I, I don't remember that. And it made me feel like, wow, how much did I miss? Like, you know, it's, it's, am I doing the imposter syndrome kicks in, all that stuff kicks in. So it's a weird balance because I guess we do need an opportunity to like be out on our own and process themselves our, ourselves, but we still need that support. And I can only speak for myself. I really wish that I had more people around early on, like when I was home, hospital was great. But once you're out of the hospital and you don't have that structure of those four walls, mm-hmm. you kind of need a little bit more support. Yeah. So any normies out there like friends or, or family that isn't, um, that doesn't live in a house with you, you know, be around a little bit more, I would say, you know. I think that's well, then that's kind of like one of the tips or advice, in, you know, that we're talking about for this episode, how to support a brain injury survivor through recovery. I was thinking that you needed space, you know, maybe as the as your main caregiver during the, those initial steps of recovery, maybe I needed to reach out and say, hey, guys, I know that you guys were there every day for the last month in the hospital but he doesn't need space right now. He needs actually a little bit more support. And see, that's a hard thing because some people, everybody's a little bit different. Thank you to our amazing community on Patreon for supporting this podcast. You can support us too and get different perks and gifts depending on which Neuro Jedi tier you sign up for. For example, if you're on our Neuro Padawan $5 tier, then you're probably listening to this episode a day early before it's public release. Your support helps us grow and continue to create this podcast. Plus, a portion of the proceeds go to a different cause or individual in the brain injury survivor community each month. Sign up at patreon.com slash the neuro nerds. Yeah. You know, there are people that don't want, once they're more coherent, oh, yeah. they don't want people around because they feel shame and they wish, I mean, they totally shouldn't, but you know, yeah. people, oh, no. people uh, go through shame. I, I talk shame. to survivors every day that still don't want friends and family around because they're, well, I don't want them to see me like this, right? you know, but here's the thing. They're your friends, they're your family, you know, and, and they're not going to look down on you. They're not going to look at you as any less than what you are if they're truly your friends or family. Now, here's the thing. There are going to be some people who are going to feel that way. Those aren't your people. I think it's great. Like, oh, you feel that way? Cool. I don't have to waste my energy on you. I don't have a lot of mental energy to deal with. So I, you, you, you're gone now. I can save that energy for like the good people in my life. Right, right. Yeah, I, I think that, that that's one of those things. So maybe kind of like a big part then of supporting a brain injury survivor through recovery is really communication. Yes, yes. Because like asking, because I didn't think to ask you, do you want more people to come around now that you're home? Yeah. Because, How would you know, though? Yeah, I didn't How think. How would you know? Yeah. You, you you know what it is? I really feel, and it's the same thing, I think, with the, the hospital system, the medical system, too. We have to all work together, you know? I didn't know any of this stuff. I know now, and I can actually like advise a little bit more to su- survivors and, and extended family and friends and stuff. Like, hey, maybe you should do this. Maybe you should check in like this. How about the? I can do all those things where that's information wasn't like available to me. You know, I think we have to work hand in hand. Like again, I've said it before, like doctors are experts at reading about what these things are. Us survivors, we're experts at having these things happen to us. But so we have to work together. 
And same thing with, with you. You're an expert of the way I was. You've seen the changes in me and you know how to what you feel is best for me on the flip side. Like I know what's happening to me. So I can say, Hey, you know, maybe this, maybe that, or I need this and I need that. And we can work together. Also, I think survivors have to like connect early on. That's the most important thing. That's the best support I had. And I'm not trying to say this is like, you know, you didn't do, you were phenomenal and I'm not going to cry, but I really feel like, fuck. It's okay. I love you. You were amazing, but you couldn't understand what I was going through. You could nobody could, nobody could. Um, if it wasn't for meeting Noreen and Rianne early in my recovery, I wouldn't have made it. I really wouldn't. It was, they, they saved me, you know, along with Lauren, obviously Lauren's been a massive part of my recovery, but it was just connecting with those two because they understood Noreen had her stroke at two. So she is the, oh, she is the expert. She can help me with those things. When I did something stupid early on in recovery, <laughs> when we went to Coachella, it wasn't stupid. It was, it was a good test for me, right? In hindsight, probably wasn't the greatest thing, ever, but it was a good test. I, it was after that where I realized, oh, wow, I need to like connect with survivors and we need to talk more because out of everybody, everybody was really worried about, were you okay? What, what happened? Nobody, the only person that truly understood was Rianne. Because immediately when I told her I did this, I did that, she, the first thing she said, she said, oh, wow, how were you feeling a few days later? And I didn't even think, I, I was a little taken aback. I'm like, why are you asking me this? And I'm like, oh, that's when I freaked out. That's when the adrenaline wore off. That's when I needed support and understanding because I was being flooded with, I was raw, you know, like uh, everything hit me at that time. She's the only one that understood to ask that question. You would have never have understood. I wouldn't have understood because I, I, it's all brand new to me. So I think uh, support early on, we should get from one another. We need to connect. And I think caregivers, caretakers, family members, friends, I think they should speak to more people in the brain injury community, you know, yeah. more survivors, because we have, I think, valuable information to give to people to help their carries, <laughs> the people yeah, they're carrying. Oh, carry. Oh. Yeah. Just they're the brain injury survivor. <laughs> the brain injury You're you trying know. to make a new word there, Joe. Yeah, yeah, like like not like carry, you know, like blood and the oh prom my gosh. thing. <laughs> I, I think it's it's if a. If you don't a, know what that is, <laughs> go look it up. More homework. We're more gonna homework. do more homework. We're just gonna keep doing homework. Watch anyway. Carrie. Um, but yeah, I, I think we should all like like uh, work together so we all understand how to better support one another. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. And so. I think just to answer what you asked initially of like now, I think you said now where we're at now. Yeah. I think that, yeah, it, the, the support change, what support looks like for a brain injury survivor from family and friends changes over the course because the brain, the brain injury recovery journey is not static. You're going to change. You're going to grow. You're going to evolve. And so I think like now at this point, you're five years, almost six years out. Yeah. Wait, are you going on six? Going on six. I'm like, yeah. wait, I know that because I have a tattoo tomorrow. Yeah. So now going five years into six years, I think that we're at a point where you want to, you, yes, this is a new normal. Things will never be exactly the same, but you still are the same person. Yeah. And so you want to be treated like and included in 
things. And so I think that there's a balance of people being considerate that, oh, Joe has a brain injury. So maybe inviting him to a rave might not be the greatest idea. But maybe I should just ask him, though, yeah. instead of just assuming. Yeah. Maybe I should say, hey, Joe, I know that it's a little bit a lot. It's a lot of stimulation, but not, I don't know why I brought up a rave. Yeah, who, do we know, a rave. who do we know that goes to a rave? But I I'm mean, just... I like drugs, but I mean, <laughs> I really wow, want to go no. to a rave. Okay, that's, I just, side note, that's not true. Joe does not do drugs. No, I don't do drugs. I just smoke weed. <laughs> yes. So I, I think that, I think that, that I'm just going to go with my rave example. I think that if somebody was going to go to something like that and was like, hey, Joe, I know that you get overstimulated, but I have this, this event. Are you interested in going? And just give you the option. Yeah, give me the option to say no is too much for me. Yeah, because it's not nice to not get invited places. You know what I feel like? I feel like a uh, a new mom. (laughs) Yeah. I I do, because I've had some of my friends who were pregnant or just had a kid, and they get very, very upset that, well, you guys didn't even invite me. And it's like, we were were going to rage. Right. And, And it's not that we didn't want you there, but we didn't want a pregnant woman there while we're raging or, you know, you, you have to, you're going to rage and then go home to your kids. It was like, it's just, it was this weird balance where in talking to them over and over and over again, all they wanted is the invite. They knew 100% that they were not going to go. And, but they just want to say, Hey, thank you for thinking about me. I, I, I have a kid. Right. You know what I mean? I got to take care of the kid or, Hey, one of these times I'm going to say yes. We'll figure it out. But like right now, thank you for not forgetting about me because you're still the, a person. Right. You're still a friend. You're still a, a family member. You still want to be included in those circles, even if you have no, you know, in no way, shape or form. Are you going to say yes to these things? But you still kind of want to feel like you're a part of the crew. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like that, I think that would be the biggest thing I would say now. Like and then also the other thing is just like, I think overall over the whole course of brain injury recovery which Mm -hmm. is an ongoing always an ongoing process i think just listening and um and that's a problem for me sometimes too because sometimes it's difficult to listen to things that are painful and um just being there and being open to just sitting with somebody in their pain that's a difficult thing for for people in general because you want to go well let's fix it right away yeah or like brainstorm what what can we do and sometimes people just need in general not even just brain injury survivors when somebody's going through something traumatic or brain painful or challenging they just want sometimes to just talk it out and hmm. just ha- have somebody give their ear for you gotta you, for get you. it off your chest yeah exactly so i think that's a big thing with brain injury survivors not always trying to fix it not always trying to be oh, a big thing don't always don't try to compare compare <laughs> don't do it you can be compassionate but don't try to be going like oh that happens to me too yeah it's not oh, that happens to me too like and 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 the best i guess to the best of us i'll sometimes because there there are similar things sometimes like yeah. joe will say something about being tired in a certain way and i'll be like man i feel that way too and i really mean that yeah. i really feel that but brain injury survivors hearing that from somebody who doesn't have a brain injury it's, it can be it's, really... it's, it's really not the same you know it's it's like I, it's there's just no comparison there there really isn't you know it, unless you've been through it you like can't compare you can try but like it really just feels um it, it's like belittling to us almost if you're like oh yeah i'm tired too like, it's not the same it's just i understand right. you get tired i understand you get fatigued i understand you are exhausted right in no way is it comparable to like what we go through and i'm not trying to say hey we are better than that we're not it's just it's just a different thing just like i wouldn't compare you know look our trauma is our trauma is our trauma i wouldn't necessarily compare 
my trauma to like the trauma of war, you know, like something that's going on over there. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going through my stuff. Your thing is completely different. Yeah. And that's okay. You know, I'm not saying it, it is it's better or worse. It's, it's not, not a competition. A competition. <laughs> it's like your own thing. But I, I can't be like, oh, man, I know what that's like. I had an incident at the hospital. No, it's they're completely different things. You know, our, our trauma is our trauma. Our exhaustion is our exhaustion. Our issues are our issues. So, you know, uh, just don't compare. Just be cool, man. Just be cool. <laughs> Yeah, just be there. Just that's it. Be there. Be there. Yeah. yeah, you you had a hard time um, letting go early too, with me. Where I'm a little bit more, you know, I can make my own decisions a little bit, and I want to do yeah. this. And what no, yeah. you you had a hard time. My family had a very hard time. You handle it with grace. They did not. Right. You know, right? That was that. That's what I was saying earlier about that moment where that's why it's a it's a it is the recovery is a evolving process. Yeah. It's not the same at the very beginning as it is now and yeah there was that was really that was really challenging um the transition because you're just so protective and then it's like oh wait no he's a he's an adult he right can, it was literally can, like it was like a kid going off to school yeah i don't even <laughs> remember the first time you drove somewhere by yourself actually. oh i don't remember either wow, i don't remember at all but i know that it was nerve-wracking it was like oh he's gonna oh, go, I, I, he's you gonna would, go somewhere by himself you would panic when you had a session yeah and you had to leave me alone. Well, you never left me alone. Well, not at for the, the first few months. Yeah, I always had a Joe sitter. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Some people were like, "Oh, it's like it's not demeaning. It was actually hilarious." Again, you look at life. Is it? Is it? I used to think my life was a tragedy. Turns out it's a comedy. Mm -hmm. um, you would like call it like Melody or somebody, and, and be like, "Hey," <laughs> you would come up to me. Okay, so I talked to Melody. She's going to come over and she's going to be here with you, you know? And if you want to, it was just so funny. If you want to watch a rated R movie, that's oh, what it no, seemed I like. Oh, no, I did not. <laughs> that's what it oh, my like. gosh. <laughs> but it, it was that, um, it was that care that you put in, you know? Yeah. And, and so it went from that because I, I needed that. Yeah. You, you didn't know if I was going to, I was still, wait, was I on seizure meds when I came home? You the first month had or so, it for right? The first month, and then you were off. Because we didn't know. I didn't have seizures, but we didn't know. It for the first month. Yeah. And I, I was very weak. And like, so nobody really knew. So I needed somebody around all the time. But then when I started be, being like a little bit stronger, also, I'm an idiot and I didn't want to use my cane. <laughs> Just this always goes back to the first the first time I was left to my own devices at home. Yeah. And, and Felice is like, okay, it's just going to be you. Just a couple hours. I got to do this thing. And I was, are, is it okay? Cause I could push back. I can't, I don't think, no, 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 just go do your thing. And Felice, you know me well. She was just like insistent. Joe, use your cane. You have to go to the restroom. You need to get something to drink, something to eat in the kitchen. Use your cane. It's like, of course, I'm going to use my cane. Use your cane. Like, yes, I'm going to use my cane. As soon as she left, I'm not using this thing. Stupid cane. But that's when I fell. I know. That's when I fell because I'm an idiot. Yeah, my so, face right now is like. Mm -hmm, well, these are the mm -hmm. times where we have to trust the people who are looking out for us more so than our own stubbornness, yeah. you know. And I was so physically weak, but I still had in my head. I was like, I'm not a feeble old person. I'm sorry, I'm boring you, Felice. <laughs> they they didn't even hear that. I just had to say that because Felice is yawning right now. Oh, geez. she's very tired <laughs> of me. Oh wow. <laughs> so so I, I didn't I didn't I should have listened to you. I didn't, Damn you know, right. and I fell really badly, but then I learned it was at that. It was a learning experience. You know, pain will help you learn. That's why I'm pro beating. No, not pro beating. Whoa. No. <laughs> so I, I, as I 
was on the floor looking up the ceiling in that moving moment. Like, how did I get to this point? I was like, well, I should have listened to police. I need a cane right now. Are you a stroke or brain injury survivor looking for a community and support? Well, the Neuro Nerds are here to help. Join our hashtag Rock Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Rock to connect with other survivors like you. Plus, read other inspirational brain injury survivor stories on Joe's blog at joesorocks.com slash Rock. And submit your stories there as well. We want to hear them. And remember, you, you so rock. rock. That's where acceptance came in. And yeah. then I was just like, okay, I need it. Now how can I get rid of this damn thing because I hate it? Yeah. It, it, it was a difficult transition, but slowly but surely, like, you you let the reins go a little bit more. Yeah. You yeah. know? And, and it, so it's like it's a give and take on both sides, yeah. I think. So, yeah, I, I think that those are – I think that's those are some really key ways to support and just being there and loving and just you, – if you don't – empathize because you you've never been through a brain injury just at least being compassionate just sympathize that's, yeah, that's, symp- sympathize that's, that's all we need well that's honestly that's all we need just we need somebody to be there and and care you know that's that's it's not it's not that difficult like it isn't mm-hmm. i i know it's, it's simple to say it's a lot more difficult to actually like live but ju- just be there just listen you know like listen to us like let's work together it's not, you know, a one side or the other. Like we have to like work on this stuff together. We want your support. We just don't want the overbearing support. You know, right. if if it's something stupid, we're like, I want to do this. And you're like, hey, that's a terrible idea. Cool. There should be some pushback, but it shouldn't be. I, well, I want to do this because I've done this and this is safe and this like it shouldn't be. Well, no, I've made the decision. It's like, no, we have to work together. You know, it's like that time when we went to Universal Studios. <laughs> yeah, that was so bad. Jeez. That was so bad. Man. But because but what was frustrating about it was so I had a brain fart. Like we went to <laughs> Universal Studios like it was. I, it was really I, I, early. No, it wasn't too early. It, it was, was within my first year. It was within the first year, but it was like over six months after. And um we went on the ride for the Harry Potter ride and yeah. and I completely forgot like as we're going in they go something about like seizures <laughs> and now out. he wasn't quite a seizurist no. like really he wasn't I was like, only a seizurist the first like two months yeah like they had determined he really didn't have a seizure issue but I was and then so I wanted to not go at that point and Joe was like no it's gonna be no fine. no we were strapped in already no 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 you were like no it's gonna be fine and so then we ended up like it was literally like as we were about to step on but i was oh, ready yeah. to say yeah, no yeah, you know yeah, let's yeah. Not I, go. I remember the, the, okay just picture the look of sheer terror and fear on felice's face because she realized oh my god i made a mistake it wasn't just like a little mistake it was like it was like oh it was big i had brain injury I, I don't remember i just went oh we're gonna go on this thing and then realize oh this is my first ride yeah, and it's not like just like and it wasn't oh. a crazy ride. No, it's not it's crazy really ride, not but it's not like a little roller coaster. Like it's there's a lot of there's a it's lot just, of movement. It's, a, it's mainly the flashing. There's a lot of light lights. I think actually they took those. Remember they took the 3D glasses, the glasses away. They did. I don't think they had them then either. I don't think they did yeah. either. So you know, and it was a thing of like where I wanted to stop, and he was like, "No," and I was like, "No, I'm good." And so we ended up going, and he was fine, and clearly he's here. But that's one of those situations where. It is nice to be like, uh, like uh, on terms of on the brain injury side, it's nice if you like listen to us. If we're like, hey, I think this is not a good oh, idea. Oh, no, but it worked out. Yeah. I think it was a good test of like where I was. Yeah, it did. It did work. That's why I said it yeah. did work out. Can, can I tell you my favorite part? And I, I, I've said this a couple times, but like Felice <laughs> was so nervous afterwards. She was like, wait, was it Kaylee that you were saying? Don't tell Kaylee. 
Oh yeah, his his my occupational, occupational therapist. Service. She's like, whatever you do, don't tell Kaylee. I was so embarrassed. And that, and in, that in I my head, book. in my head, I'm like, what? I, I, they're not gonna take me away. <laughs> I know. I felt like that's what it felt like, though. It felt a little bit like like you were like my child for a minute. There. I I kind of was and, though. And 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 I know that's weird because he's my partner. But you know, like when somebody is like, he, look, the best way to describe how I was physically, I was feeble. Yeah, it was like a whole nother Joe. Yeah. And then he got stronger yeah. and stronger. And that's when I had to let go. So, yeah. yeah. So I just, I think be flexible. Be like water. Yeah. We, yeah. Be yeah. Flexible. Be like water. Flow. Flow. Flow with the, with the, with the, with the tides of, of yeah. recovery. Water Ooh, in a jar that was, that was, becomes the jar, that was, right? That was so poetic. <laughs> Flow with the tides of recovery. Look, we, we, if more than anything else, we need understanding and support. Like we do. We, we really need that but we don't need overbearing support you know we just need you to listen we just like you can't understand and that's okay like you can't understand sometimes none of this shit makes sense it doesn't really make sense to us but we we have to be able to communicate as best we can and we have to figure out this whole wild ride through recovery together like we have to do that yeah. you know it, it, <laughs> i say that you know there's some people out there doing it alone because there are people around them just don't listen to them. And I don't want that. I, I don't want that at all. We have to have open communication. We have to trust each other. We have to find our people. I just so happen to have found my person. Yeah. Love you. I'm indifferent. No, oh, are you kidding me? I wouldn't have made it this far note. without you. Like it's 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 uh it, it's crazy. I'm and I'm so thankful. Like and, and I meant that too. You handle the transition. Uh, of course, we did butt heads. Of course, we did. Yeah. But you handle the transition of me being just weak and feeble, tiny shell of a human being, Joe, to slowly becoming the Joe 2.0, better version of myself, where I was a little bit more independent. You handled that with a lot of grace, where a lot of people wouldn't have, couldn't have, or, or just didn't, you know, in my life. A lot of people didn't, and they're not really a huge part of my life anymore. That's frustrating. So I'm really thankful that you. Uh, went through that with such grace. I needed it. Oh, thank you. I desperately I, needed it. It was challenging, but yeah, I'm was, a pain in the ass. But I love you, and I and I and I wanted and I wanted to figure out how to be there for you. Yeah, the I, way I, you needed it. It's clear. I am not easy. Like I, I stress this. Mimi can back it up now because she lives here. I am always this, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's not a character. <laughs> it's not just like this is Joe. This is who I am. I tell people all the time. I'm very tall, and I'm always this. And he's very extra. I am very extra. So Felice has to deal with this like all the time. So I'm Joe very the drama <laughs> drama. So I'm very thankful that you know you you just stuck around. That's just and I know that's so baseline. I didn't have any other options? You well, you did. Now you have to deal with this. Not in my mind. This dumb goon faced idiot all the time. When I say stupid stuff and drive you crazy, like, why are you yawning in the middle of this podcast? It's your fault. You could have left me in the hospital. You didn't. So um, I'm really thankful for that. And I hope any normies out there, please just try to work together. Work. You, we have to work together. If you have any questions or concerns, please hit us up. You know, like, really, like, we're, we're I say this all the time. The Neuro Nerds are here to help boom we we really are you know connect with us connect with other survivors listen to other caregivers let's like be one big happy dysfunctional brain injured family and sing kumbaya down by a fire does that sound right sounds real creepy i don't think i've ever saw yeah i know it sounds a little mid so marish doesn't it just a little bit <laughs> so 
this is uh, uh, I guess the the best way to support a brain injury survivor. Just be there. Yeah. Listen. You know, try to try to again. Can't understand. Just listen. Be uh, sympathetic more than empathetic because we don't want you to go through it. until we start giving all you normies brain injuries to be part of our brain injured cults, right? <sighs> oh, it's happening had, so you soon. You had to go there. Had to go. I didn't mention heroin once this episode. Oh my gosh. Be thankful. If you're new to this podcast, Joe has jokes. <laughs> so if anybody wanted to reach out to my beautiful, significantly better half, Felice, they could reach out to her at Felice Jose everywhere. <laughs> it's spelled in the show notes. Yes. Yes, it is. It's, it's Felice. Oh, no. Or if you're Siri, Felici Lazi. That's really weird. Oh, my God. Just look, <laughs> just look in the show notes. You could reach out to or attempt to reach out to my tiny, beautiful ass-kicking co-host Lauren at Lauren El Manzano on Instagram. Try reaching out to me. Not even try Reach out to oh, me. Oh, yeah, Joe will respond. 100%. And, I'm that and, psychopath. Yeah. Hey, I'll say this. To any new listeners out there or anybody that follows me, I'll find you eventually because I'm that psychopath that reaches out to a new brain injury survivor every single day. Help me out here. Reach out to me first. I've had a couple people reach out over the last, like, two weeks. Oh, we become, like, homie homies. I helped them along the way. This has been a great connection. You can do that at Joe Rocks on all the socials. Reach out to us, the Neuro Nerds, at the Neuro Nerds. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> and if you reach out, we will respond to. <laughs> Damn right. And on that supportive note. Ooh, I like that. Right? Mm -hmm. This neuro nerd and that neuro nerd adjacents are out. <laughs> Is that your last bit of energy? No. <laughs> I got lots of energy. Sorry. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, please consider leaving us a five-star review on the Apple Podcast app. Your reviews help us grow and reach more listeners like you. Find us by searching for the Neuro Nerds on the Apple Podcast app today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. 
For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 